Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Mom, hi. I'm just calling to let you know our bus driver was pulled over. Yeah, our driver failed a field sobriety test. Uh, they put him in the back of a cop car. <laughs> How'd you feel if you got that call? So it happened again. Another bus driver pulled over for drunk driving with a busload of students. Wow. So he, this driver uh, from Cheyenne was driving a busload of students to South Dakota and he was arrested for being under the influence and uh, possession of an open container while operating a moving vehicle. That's it, though. Just uh, And he was given warnings for improper lane usage because uh, somebody was following him and they said, uh, hey, that bus driver is kind of swerving from lane to lane. Maybe I ought to have somebody check it out. So the Wyoming Highway Patrol pulled him over and gave him the field sobriety test, threw him in the back of the car. Now, they kept the kids you know safe and warm inside the bus and they got another bus driver to take them to their destination but uh the parents were uh deservedly so a little upset (laughs) and so we have another bus driver drunk driving the kids around just incredible now i realized i looked i thought so this is the second time in a week that we've had a drunken bus driver story so there are a hundred and according to this, there are 168,661 school bus drivers currently employed in the United States. I would have bet on more, but okay. So 53% are women and 42.7% are men. Uh, 53.3 are women. So just be careful out there. It does make, every time I see a school bus on the road now, I do a double take and kind of watch how they're driving and what's going on with it because it seems to be that I know it's only two in the last week out of the 168,000, almost 169,000 school bus drivers or more here in the U.S., but it just feels like uh, it's becoming a real issue. And perhaps we should be on the lookout for those drunken school bus drivers. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right. Welcome to it. Before I talk to you about uh, what could happen to you if you have an old phone today, let me talk to you about uh, what uh, the last two years have taught us. Uh, Really, if it's taught us anything... It's that you've got to take control of your own health. It's clear that you can't simply rely on government or the big pharma to protect you or your family. That's where Z-Stack comes in. Z-Stack is a specially formulated immune-boosting supplement that includes zinc, Q, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. Formulated by Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, the world's renowned doctor that President Trump credited with his successful early treatment protocol and his decision to take hydroxychloroquine. 
Z-Stack has been scientifically formulated, is kosher and GMP certified and produced right here in the USA. And I don't have to tell you that GMP certified is good manufacturing practices. You know, I just started the Z-Stack protocol of immune boosters and uh, I got to tell you, uh, I feel a little bit better already. So by taking Z-Stack daily, you are supercharging your immune system. That's what I'm doing now. Z-Stack is formulated to help combat any and all variants as well as the flu. So I encourage you, start taking it now and stay ahead of any potential future variants by preparing your immune system. By ordering Z-Stack, you will become part of the Z-Family and receive exclusive updates from Dr. Zelenko on this pandemic. Go to ZStackLife.com slash Jeffy today. Enter the promo code Jeffy and you're going to get that discount off your first order zstacklife.com slash jeffy promo code jeffy start getting that immune boosting boost with zstack the supplement includes zinc quercetin vitamin c and vitamin d zstacklife.com slash jeffy promo code jeffy Okay, a number of you are going to lose cell phone service today as AT&T, today being 2-2-2-2-2. We'll get to that as the show progresses. Uh, AT&T is going to become the first major provider to switch off its 3G communications network. And that's meant to make way for, you know, Operation 5G. So it's going to render any 3G devices incapable of handling calls, text or accessing the internet without wi-fi available so okay uh good luck if you're trying to hold on to that old phone many users are going to be affected it's unclear apple iphones older than the iphone 6 will lose function a 2019 report suggested at least 30 million users still exclusively used 3g devices so okay and it may affect some home security and medical devices so t-mobile uh is uh getting rid of 3g in july and verizon is getting rid of their 3g december 31st so how many ever it affects today those of you that are using t-mobile and verizon uh will see (laughs) You need to change. Otherwise, Operation 5G will... uh, We're going to go ahead and pull the plug on those 3G frequencies. I know. Now, 5G is expected to be, you know, 10 times faster than those on 4G. Okay. And that means that it's 500 times faster than 3G frequencies. So, okay. No problem. But if you were holding on to those old phones, thinking, I'm just going to hang on to my old phone, it works fine. Not after today. And as I said, today, for those of you listening live, it's 2-2-2-2-2. And it's a Tuesday. I know. So it's a power shift, according to astrologers. <laughs> In numerology, you uh, reduce. So 2222022 adds up to 12. Then you add the 1 and 2 to get 3. And that number 3 is consequential after the 1 and the 2. So it reforms the sequence. It's like a new beginning and also self-expression. That's a powerful tool. Oh, 
All right, cool. Now, does it mean I get any deals or anything? Yes. Go to Ruby Tuesdays. You're going to get $2 mini margaritas and beer. <laughs> hey, it's National Margarita Day. And so let's go ahead and do that. Also, astrologers say that uh, the United States is going to experience its first Pluto return. Uh, the first time the planet, which is associated with transformation and power, will come back to the position it was when the Declaration of Independence was signed and ratified on July 4th, 1776. So we've got that going for us on 2 2 2 2 2. Yay! So if you rented a helicopter to fly out to the 60,000-ton cargo ship that's uh, burning out in the Atlantic, it might be too late. Because, I mean, it's still burning, so you still got a shot. But maybe do it at night because uh, it costs, according to one report, if you were to rent a three-ton capacity helicopter, you can get that for about four grand an hour. And then if there was one available on the, uh, out in the Atlantic by the, uh, by the Azores Islands, is it Azores, Azores, the Azores, I believe they call it. Uh, so, um, you could get out there and you could get those luxury models parked on the open top deck. It might be a profitable endeavor, right? So you could arrange a barge nearby, which probably is cheap. You can pick up a barge anywhere, get that out there, and then you can offload the cars on the barge from the ocean liner or from the cargo ship, and you'd be fine. But you need to get that done because apparently now they, I mean, they know how many are on it and it's still burning, and it was they would just abandon it, right? I mean, they got the crew members off, and it was a estimated carrying 4,000 cars from Volkswagen Group, including 189 Bentleys, 1,100 Porsches, and it was, you know, it's just on fire out there. Now, um, they said that uh, the Velocity Ace, the, the ship, could carry more than 17,000 metric tons of cargo. So that's thousands of vehicles, multiple decks in their hold. The Volkswagen Group said in a brief statement that uh, the cargo ship was transporting to the U.S. vehicles that the German automaker produced. They declined to comment on what consequences the incidents might have for U.S. customers or the VW Group. The ship's operator said, eh, we can't provide any information about the cargo. Sorry. Well, we know that it was carrying Porsches and Bentleys and Lamborghinis. And the cost Volkswagen Group at least $155 million. The other automakers is going to cost them about $246 million. Efforts to rein in the fire this past weekend were complicated by the fact that many of the cars on board are electric vehicles with lithium-ion batteries, which require specialized firefighting equipment. So maybe you still got a chance. If you've run that helicopter, you've got the barge out there, maybe you still got a shot. I would try to make that happen soon, though. <laughs> That's just me. I would try to make it happen soon. Good luck. Let's, uh, you know, take some pictures and let me see some TikToks of the cars being airlifted to the barge. That's all I care about. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh. Oh, my gosh. So good. 
So congratulations to Britney Spears. Uh, she just signed a new publishing deal for a tell-all memoir uh, that's worth uh, about $15 million. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Simon & Schuster uh, said they've secured the deal for the pop star's memoir. Uh, is there something we don't know? I mean, I guess it's in her own words and we can find out exactly, you know, how she was viewing things. But I mean, is the book just going to be her Instagram account? I mean, we know, I don't know if there's something we don't know, especially in the last couple of years. So apparently, you know, I I get it. that It's going to be her view of, you know, her rise to fame, her music career, her relationship with her family. So is that worth 15 million? I guess. I guess it is. I, if I'm Brittany, I'm asking for a little bit more than $15 million. But uh, maybe she, you know, this is vacation money for her. So she doesn't have dad providing any cash anymore. So she needs to <laughs> she needs to have a little extra cash in the bank. So we'll sign the book deal. And if you think that Brittany is writing that herself, think again. Because I doubt that's probably going to happen. Also, congratulations are in order to Courtney Cox. I know. Now, the last time I saw Courtney... I saw a picture of her and I went, ooh, Courtney, you are... We may even mention it here because she was on the Three Cuts to Clown Face Road. Uh, she's definitely walking on that road. However, congratulations to Courtney because she realized that she was walking on Clown Face Road and stopped. She turned around. I know. She said, look, uh, I'm, I'm turning 60 in the near future and I just I looked at myself and I thought, oh, I am st- I'm actually looking really strange with injections and doing stuff to my face. Uh, yeah, yeah, you were, baby. And uh, so now she stopped it. She said she's not doing any of that anymore. So and that's the deal, right? The three cuts to clown face, the new kind of theory that I was trying to work through with you is that the three cuts to clown face theory is still true. But in today's world, with the injections, they're not getting cuts. So I don't know if you just cut out the injections that you go back to, you know, the normal older face, or if you're going to have to do it slowly and gradually so the skin tightens up, maybe you go away (laughs) for a month or two and, you know, let the skin tighten up, do a little exercising, get a little sun, a little salt water in the ocean, you know, and embrace what you got. But congratulations to her because she was looking really strange and she realized it. She didn't keep going. So she said that she had all her fillers dissolved and she believes she's looking more like herself. Good for you, Courtney Cox. And also, congratulations to Adele. Apparently, I know I got sick of talking about her and I'm sick. I still am sick of talking about her because she's just an agonizing little whining little Well, you know, but apparently the show, the canceled show is now going to be rescheduled for this summer at Caesars Palace. Apparently they've worked out a deal now to book up the yet unfilled dates at Caesars Palace because they've got Keith Urban, Rod Stewart and Sting booked. And I guarantee you that Keith Urban and who said he would step up and take the holes that Adele left. You can write your own jokes. And Rod Stewart and Sting, they come in and they, they're going to play. They aren't going to whine and say, we had to cancel. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It was COVID. And then we find out it really wasn't. But, you know, the, 
the story. So she's committed uh, to uh, to do the show, and we'll see how that works out and just how good that darn show is. So Weekends with Adele is back on. and Boy, I'm just as excited as you. Did you watch any of The Promised Land on ABC? Because if you did, you were the only one. So ABC has pulled the plug on the Promised Land show, which debuted uh, the end of January, just a, you know, a month ago, less than a month ago. And uh, they've already pulled the plug. Uh, yeah, it was part of the patriarch of the Latinx family who achieved power by, a, was a wine producer. You saw the promos. I think they even had a big promo during the Super Bowl. I think. Anyway, uh, so they just pulled the plug on it already. It was like four or five shows. Yeah, no. We're, we're, this week is the last week on ABC. Now they're shipping it over to Hulu to uh, you know let the final episodes that they've already recorded air uh, on Hulu. But they're pulling the plug. So nobody was watching. Uh, boy, that's a surprise, isn't it? It's a surprise to me that nobody would watch a, you know, uh, Latinx family who achieved power by starting a successful wine producer in California, Sonoma Valley. And, well, just the family <laughs> integral working parts of that. That's a surprise. It is to me. I'm sure it is to you as well. And what about Wendy Williams? Her show is history now too, right? So it's going to be canceled. She's out. They've canceled her and cut her off a couple of times and then brought her back. And so now I know she did some video on Instagram where she's walking along the beach and she's been struggling with her illness and she's got other issues and she's trying to regain control of her personal narrative. Now I, you know, the only part of Wendy Williams show that I have actually watched are the clips from time to time. I hadn't sat down and watched the entire professional, beautiful broadcast of the Wendy Williams show. But I know that some of the behind the scenes chat was that she had become, according to this, somewhat unbearable, having tantrums and throwing things at people. It usually doesn't end well for the host when that kind of thing happens. So basically the consensus among the crew is that she didn't want to be here anymore. Her illnesses may have exasperated that feeling. She's had multiple issues with health. And so she's, uh, she's gone. Have a nice day. It's over for Wendy. Does she come back? We can only hope. All right. I want to thank everybody for, uh, those of you that are emailing me, chewing the fat at the blaze.com. Thank you so much. Those of you that are tweeting me at Jeffy JFR, uh, Facebook, Jeff Fisher radio and Instagram, Jeff Fisher radio who are following me. Thank you. Getter is Jeffy JFR. I don't know about the Trump truth, social, whatever the hell it is. It was a nightmare to, figure out yesterday so i just kind of let it slide but i am on there and we'll see how that goes but i wanted to thank uh, the people who forwarded this to me on twitter about mavis l wancy uh, w-a-n-c-z-y mavis capital l period w-a-n-c-z-y it's at mavis underscore l wancy underscore k now apparently mavis says that She, I'm guessing Mavis is a she, uh, the winner of $758,700,000 from the Powerball lottery. And she's, she says, am grateful and willing to give out $200,000 to my first 
2,000 followers. And right now she has, according to my screenshot, has her at 190. She may have more. That's just shy of 2,000 followers. Now, I'm afraid to click on this and follow her. But then when I looked at the, the Twitter account... It says follow back. And I was amazed that Mavis is following me. Mavis, if this is real, just direct message me and send me the cash. Okay? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna follow and I'm not gonna send any info to you. Uh, just so we're clear, I know, you know, we do a lot of joking around and, uh, you know, these are good deals, but if this is, if you're really considerate and caring person that I person that I believe you are, uh, direct message me. Uh, or email me, uh, chewingthefatattheblaze.com, and we'll figure out a way, I promise, that you can get me the $200,000. I promise you that. We will figure out a way. But until then, I'm not going to be clicking on or sending anything to you. Okay? Just not going to happen. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so romance scams have reached an all-time high this past year, up nearly 80% since 2020. Uh, I know. And uh, have you watched Tinder Swindler yet? The Tinder Swindler on Netflix yet? I haven't made it all the way through. I started and I had to stop. Something came up. I wasn't watching it. I stopped running, but I understand the premise of the scam. And you can pretty much see it. It's an interesting story. I, I'm looking forward to finishing it up. But according to Netflix, it already has over 64 million hours viewed since it debuted. Uh, true crime documentary has been one of the most popular projects. All right, cool. So, uh, I mean, the, the Tinder swindler uh, <laughs> tells the story of the Israeli con man uh, who you know used the dating app to locate individuals and then you know, emotionally, uh, you know, get them to support him. And you can kind of tell it's what's happening. And I get the, I, I know it's a con. I know it is. I get it. But if you got conned by this guy, you were in love. And that was the deal, right? I know. I get it. It just, it's so... According to this, there were 56,000 romance scams reported to the FTC in 2021. The median individual loss for people scammed out of crypto by a catfish was $9,770. So, uh, with the highest individual losses by people 70 and older, wow, And the FTC warned that uh, savvy scammers have had success with every age bracket. Even Scream Time champions in the 18 to 29 bracket reported 10 times the amount of scams uh, from 2017 to 2021. 
so just amazing be be prepared for that if you you know i if you're in love and you believe the guy or girl uh, okay i mean there's stories all the time the one story has got the one froster the lady who lost 108,000 108,000 dollars i mean I feel bad for the people who are getting scammed or catfished out of that. But if you figured it out by nine grand, uh, you're up. You had the love, you had the chance. And at 9,000, you you decided, hey, I'm being scammed here. So according to the FTC, people have lost $1.3 billion to romance scams in the last five years. $547 million of that came uh in 2021 wow so i mean it was only 87 million in 2017 so the scams are up baby the scams are up keep your head on a swivel that's my latest that's my latest netflix show i'm looking to get produced head on a swivel and that's going to be you know protect you from the tindler i keep wanting to call it tindlers tinder swindlers out there just uh, incredible times. And then I see where we've got uh, Tinder for teens. The Yubo app is a popular teen dating app. And it's being accused of facilitating sexual harassment, racism, and other sordid activities. Oh, no. Oh, no. The app, available U.S. and the U.K., has been dubbed Tinder for Teens. It invites teens as young as 13 to match with potential dates and even interact with about 100 other teenagers. What I have heard about this site is sickening, says the Britain's Minister for Tech and Digital Economy. What you've heard about it? I mean, maybe you go on the app and check it out there, Britain's Minister of Tech and Digital Economy. The teen targeting network sparked outrage among teachers in the UK who sent parents a letter cautioning, due to the nature of this app, your child may come across content that is not appropriate to them. Oh no. A Times reporter spent 10 days posing as a 15-year-old on Yubo. I guess it's Yobo. Y-U-B-O. Yubo. Uh, which uh, she noted didn't require an age verification. Yeah, there's no way to get around those age verifications. But anyway, so uh, I guess it's, you know, if your kid is on the old Yubo, you might want to, you know, take a look. Just just take a look. See if it's, you know, what they say it is or what it isn't. Now, Twitter apparently has stopped uh, porn in Germany. Yeah, good luck. Uh, they... They say they're blocking porn in Germany. Okay, you know, good luck. I mean, it is everywhere. Uh, And so, good luck blocking it. I don't know that, you know, maybe they can. I mean, I know social media websites, uh, Meta and Instagram and Snapchat, don't allow pornography and remove it when they find it. Uh, On Reddit and Twitter, pornography is allowed and it's there. I know Google announced big privacy updates I don't know, a week or so ago, that's supposed to limit the ability of advertisers to track Android users, uh, you know, across apps, especially, you know, according to them when it's done covertly. Uh, One specific change will get rid of advertising ID, which is a unique alphanumeric code attached to each Android user. Um, 
But yeah, I, I don't know that that is actually going to work or is working. I mean, I'm still getting ads. And when I talk about things like I'm talking about now, those ads show up on my phone. So, uh, okay. Uh, Meta said that, uh, you know, the Apple privacy update is going to cost them $10 billion in lost revenue. Oh, no. Oh, no. They've got to find a new way to get those ads to me. All right. Well, good luck. Gosh darn it. And Google says that uh, its changes won't be like Apple's. Oh, okay. Well, if that's what you say, then no problem. Uh, we need to, you know, preserve privacy, right? Uh, that's correct. That needs to happen. And and we look, we care so much about your privacy. <laughs> we care so much about your privacy that we're going to implement these changes in a couple of years. Uh, you know, we want to give everybody a chance to adjust and be ready for it. So we're going to we're going to keep doing what we're doing right now, and we'll tell you what we're going to implement in a couple of years, and we'll see if that works out for you. You know, so you're still going to get those ads for right now, but we're going to we're going to work on that and get back to you on it. So don't you worry about it. Your privacy is our top concern. And I have a tough time. Back to the uh, teenage Tinder or Tinder for teens. Um, I have a tough time being angry at words. I just have a tough time at words. So if I'm on a site and someone starts discussing, uh, you know, drugs, which apparently they do and they're not supposed to. Or, you know, they're trying to talk about uh, doing drugs off of a body part, uh, you know, and asking uh, for nude pics. Uh, You know, I mean, no. And they don't really, you know, if I know they're teens and they're not responsible for anything and you hope that you've you've educated your kids to be no on this kind of stuff and and know the difference between real and not real. But when you, you know, say things that are presumed to be racist, you know, the example they give in this story, it sounds, it doesn't sound racist to me. It just sounds like it's a a way for them to come on to each other. But apparently, according to this person, the line, I would let, him pick my cotton any day that's over the top racism okay uh oh sure if you take it that way it absolutely is then i get it and you know this was said to a 16 year old black male okay and it was reportedly told to him not there was no there's no part of the story that says of someone who actually said it but was it meant as a racist thing or was it actually a you know being nice, saying I want that guy, he's hot looking. I don't know. I I really just have a tough time with it. I know it's just me. Just leave me alone. Don't say anything bad to anyone. Don't talk about anything bad to anyone. And be nice and love all your people that you come in contact with at all times. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> All right, so we know that uh, the UK is scrapping their COVID rules. Uh, good, uh, 
our man wants to keep his gig. So he's scrapping all the rules in the United Kingdom. Uh, they became the first major Western economy to eliminate government COVID restrictions, such as the requirement to self-isolate once testing positive. Uh, the British Medical Association say, oh, no, that's a little premature. Oh, okay. We know that uh, Australia is uh, opening up its borders again to international travel for the first time in nearly two years. I don't know really what that means. Uh, you know, if you have to come in and, uh, you know, quarantine, yeah, you can come in, but you've got to, you know, test pre and post. And if we test positive, then we're going to quarantine you in some little cottage behind a fence. I don't know. Uh, I do know that uh, they had their first shark killing a human in 60 years in Australia. Uh, just a little bit ago, like a week or so ago. So, okay. <laughs> Sharks are attacking humans in Australia. Yeah, let's open up international travel. That's fine. <laughs> According to uh, people who saw it, uh, they said that we were all in a little shock. Yeah, no kidding. Witnesses said, uh, "We look, we saw the swimmer get pulled under the water by a large shark. Bloody attack lasted for several seconds. They said the person suffered catastrophic injuries and there was nothing they could do. Now they closed the beaches up for, you know, I don't know, a day and they looked for sharks and, you know, they were out there saying don't swim and stuff. So maybe the sharks will go away when there's no bodies out there. But uh, you know what? I sure sharks are eating people, but let's open up international travel again. Shall we? That's a good call. Whatever. We can do what we want. We're Australia. But I also see that uh, here in the U.S., so restaurants and movie theaters, people are starting to come back to, but uh, a little less, uh, a little more hesitant uh, to come back to the office. Wait, what? They're going, they're going out to eat and going to movie theaters, but they're not going back into the office? That's correct. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know Microsoft said that they were going to open up their offices, I think, at the end of this month, whether that's changed or not. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think so, though. But uh, they were talking about uh, the rate of return, uh, you know, in the office building card swipes were down dramatically but the rate of return to restaurants and movie theaters were at like 58 percent prior to the pandemic which is good news for them i mean hello it's that means that things are coming back a little bit we're only we're looking at you know 23 percent of card swipes going back into the office okay i mean uh, pre-pandemic i know they were they were higher than that in december seems to me they were but you know people were going back to work and you know cleaning the desk out and then they were going to go home for the holidays and then not come back for a while right because of omicron so that was and that was only like 41 percent of uh people going back to the office to the numbers of the you know pre-pandemic numbers so that wasn't even 50 percent then and now it's down to less than 25%. Okay. But people are happy to go see a movie and go out to dinner. But, ooh, yeah, no, I can't. I can't go back to work. Be in an office? No, 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 no. We're still in a pandemic. Oh, okay. Sure. Whatever you say. <laughs> okay. No worries. 
And then we have Ukraine issue happening, and we've got Canada issue happening. We've got our we've got our own problems. All right, I I, I barely barely care about Ukraine. I know I should. I know I should, and I do. I don't want anybody to get hurt. I already said earlier in this show. Just get along with everybody and love everybody. Okay, let's all get along. Don't say anything mean either. Don't say anything mean. Don't look at anybody mean. You just love each other, okay? That's the way it's supposed to be. And I hope Justin Trudeau, the Canadian Prime Minister, remembers that today, okay? I know he thinks that the situation is still fragile. There were signs that truckers might attempt another occupation. Were there, Justin? Were there? But uh, okay, let's just lock them down and not let them have any money. And we're going to we're gonna sell their trucks. Who are you selling their trucks to, by the way? If you're going after the companies that owned the trucks, if they weren't independent truckers, and we're going to shut them down and lock some of their money down, who's buying the trucks? I'd like, anyway, it's just a question I have. That's all. I just want to know. We're just going to completely uh, get rid of all these people, right? We're going to make it so they can't make any money and they can't live their lives. That will help. <laughs> that will make everybody happy, won't it? It sure will. <laughs> Don't kid yourself. They'll be, they'll feel better. And they will be ready to bend the knee to you, Justin. If you just take all their money, take all their opportunity, a way to make any money, and make them live on the streets. Those bastards. Yeah, that will go over well. Don't, it's just... (sighs) Incredible, incredible times. And then I see, just speaking of incredible times, amazing. Now, you know, we have the, I did the, Chris Cruz and I do a, a little Royals special podcast on Saturdays once in a while. We've done a couple in the last month because there's been so much, you know, Royals news. And I know, you know, it's a small audience that likes uh, to hear about the Royals. And I am in that small audience. But I see where, you know, we know that the Queen has COVID and they're concerned about it. She's 95 and she's had a number of other health issues recently. So, you know, they want to make sure that she's, and she's healthy for a 95-year-old. Absolutely. But you don't want her to get COVID. Now, I believe there's another side story to that of her and Charles getting COVID. Uh, however, I see where they did a news report with the Queen and she's, uh, of the medicine she's taking, and one of the medicines was the uh, antibodies and then they showed a box of some named medicine but the medicine was ivermectin i mean some of these people here in the united states should be questioned questioned uh why the hate for ivermectin i realized that uh charlie's wife should take ivermectin because uh it's horse-based and camilla is, you know, known for her love of horses. But it's just incredible. Now, if you a side note of that, like I said, the side story, I uh, teased what I thought was uh, behind Charles and the Queen getting COVID. I, on Saturday, I surmised that it was William who was making sure that Dad and Grandma get covid And, you know, perhaps they don't make it. And then he is king, right? But I was thinking that it might be Kate. And because that way William has his hands clean. 
and Kate is just making sure that Harry and uh, the Queen Grandma gets COVID. And if Camilla <laughs> drops even after the horse paste, oh well. I mean, I don't want her to drop, but if she were to, I mean, it wouldn't be that bad of a thing, would it? So I see where a New York City woman has appeared to have been cured of HIV. I thought we were, I mean, I guess cured of HIV and then just living with it is two different things, right? It sure is, Jeff. Okay. So apparently the woman suffered from leukemia and she would represent the fourth known case of HIV, HIV, not B. HIV, you don't want none of that. But HIV is being cured, being successfully cured by doctors. While previous patients received bone marrow transplants from donors with an HIV-blocking genetic mutation, the new procedure relied on umbugal, umbilical, umbilical, I cannot speak, umbilical cord stem cells with similar mutations. I mean, I've had stem cell treatments in my knees and uh, it did not work well. So, and I remember one knee doc saying, uh, so you've had stem cells? Yes. And he was like, I, I don't think he didn't believe in it. So good. I'm glad that at least the, some stem cells from umbilical cords are working and, and curing the HIV that this lady had. So researchers say the use of cord derived cells is less invasive as less severe side effects and requires only a partial donor match versus bone marrow transplants. The patient was reportedly able to leave the hospital two and a half weeks after treatment. Two other cases of, I cannot, what is going on with, I should just stop and start again. Two other cases of patients naturally clearing the virus have been identified. Okay, I mean, good. That's good news, right? And since I can't even speak anymore, I've just wrapped this thing up. I was going to give you a special today's Think About It uh, section here at the end of the show. Hopefully, I'll be able to get through it. This comes from contemplativemonk.com. Seven Cardinal Rules for Life. Make peace with your past so it won't disturb your present. What other people think of you is none of your business. Time heals almost everything. Give it time. No one is in charge of your happiness except you. Don't compare your life to others and don't judge them. You have no idea what their journey is all about. Stop thinking too much. It's all right not to know the answers. They will come to you when you least expect it. Seven of the seven cardinal rules for life from contemplativemonk.com. Smile. You don't own all the problems in the world. Think about it. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.